This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. The holidays are upon us officially. Oh my gosh, that happens so fast. I know. I like feel one of those, like one of those elderly people that talk about like time goes so fast, but it's so true. And it really is true. The older you get, it seems like it goes faster. It is very, very true. I feel like with every year that it goes faster. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I do. I don't feel like it's every decade or every couple of years. I feel like it's Mm-mm. like every year. Wow. Oh my gosh. A whole year has passed. Yeah. Like Shepard just turned a year old mm-hmm. and I, and it was just Christmas. Like, and it's Christmas again. That's how it feels to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? This year just went by in like a blink of my eyeball. <laughs> I like that you added <laughs> eyeball. Are you added ball to that? Yeah, that, that, yeah. I thought that would be. Made it more effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you so. ready for the holidays? You know, I am. I've been ready since um, before November because I love I love this time of year. And this year has kind of been an up and a down kind of struggle year for me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like some things have kind of leveled off a little bit recently. And this time of the year just makes me happy. It's cozy. Like I immediately get into holiday mode and then I don't want to come out for a while. I do too. You know, there's a lot of people that don't love the holidays. They're like, oh, great. The holidays are here. Yeah. But I I really love, I mean, I love Christmas. Even though I'm not much of a winter person, surprisingly enough, I love Christmas. But I feel like a lot of people are, are not like that. Yeah, I think the the holidays for a lot of people are like a time of stress or a time mm-hmm. of maybe depression or you sadness. Know, maybe people yeah. have lost people and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't or things aren't good with their family or, right. you know, I think it's a time that brings up a lot of um, not so good, maybe feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. for some people. And that makes me very sad because that's got to be hard. But yeah, I, uh, I, I just I really enjoy this time of year. It's, I do, too. Um, especially this specific time of year, because I love fall. You know how I'm high maintenance when it comes to weather. Mm -hmm. I like it not too hot, not too cold. Just weather? Well, no, (laughs) but thanks for saying that on air. No, it's fine. I am high maintenance, but definitely weather-wise, I like it just right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I enjoy the other seasons at times, but not a lot. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, our Georgia weather can be a little bit crazy too, because a lot of years it just goes from summer to winter. It kind of did that a couple of days this year, but we're having some really nice days in between that are actually like fall days. Which yeah, I feel are, like we're getting really a good nice. fall. Yeah. It did yeah. get, like you said, it got really cold where it was like we had our fireplace going for a little bit and I was like, oh, it's already winter. Yeah. But now it's, it's beautiful again and perfect. My, my fall. kids love winter though. They You've love told it. me that yeah, before. They do. They love it. I mean, that's which I good. don't really mind think, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't really like. I, you know, I guess because Georgia winters are not super harsh. They can be sometimes, but they're not like super harsh like some. 
Yeah, I don't dislike any season because I think all all seasons are neat and all the change and Mm -hmm. and I love snow. We don't ever get snow. I would like winter a lot more. I'm thinking we're going to get a snow this year. I'm already mentally preparing for a good. You don't have anything to base that on. It's just your feeling. It's just a feeling. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but I just kind of feel like we're going to get some snow. That'd be great because the last really good snow we had in Georgia, both of my kids were really small. You know, we had a little bit last year, but it wasn't much Mm-mm. of anything, especially Mm-mm. when you've been places out west and a different. Well, you lived in West Virginia mm-hmm. and y'all had tons of snow up there. Yep. When you go places where, like, I laugh with Steve because he grew up in Kansas, you know, and they would have to like have a snow plow out to get the bus through and he said like the snow would be all the way up as high as the bus sometimes you know I mean that's how he grew up in in West Virginia you know coming from Georgia and you know how we don't we don't have equipment to clear roads and stuff properly (laughs) because we don't Georgia does not know we're not equipped for like real snow Mm -hmm. well West Virginia and those states like Kansas and things like that they are that's that's just part of that season Mm -hmm. and I remember one morning that I was um personal trainer at the time and I had gotten relatively used to people just driving in very snowy weather because they'll come scrape the roads and I just thought that's just what we do here well I didn't understand where that cutoff was of you don't leave your house (laughs) so it was very bad icy snowstorm kind of weather but I had clients and so I'm just on my way to the gym and I did notice that all the roads were pretty desolate and I get on the road, which was a little bit of a winding road to, to the gym. And I start to go up, I'm in a four wheel drive Jeep Wrangler too. So I I felt pretty confident that I could, you know, drive in those conditions. And I start to go up the last hill to get to my gym and I lose complete traction and I start to slide and there's nothing you can do. I'm sliding backwards down a hill. Like I go up this hill and then I just start sliding backwards. My tires are spinning. That's scary. And there's no control. Yeah. Sliding backwards. So I just sli- I slid. I just tried to control the steering wheel wet rather than make a bunch of turns or, you know, do anything crazy. And yeah. luckily I ended up on the side of the road and not off in the the ditch but I feel like you called me when you were like on the side of the road or something I probably maybe. did because it, yeah. it was just snowing like crazy nobody else is on this road did it, people go by and say you're not from around here well, are you? this, this is the, the day you stay inside girl <laughs> <laughs> well I'm sure a lot of people thought that but there were some other me's on the road that the scariest part of all of that besides sliding back was a couple of other vehicles came and before I could stop them I was trying my best to stop people to say hey that's not safe yeah every single one Chris there was like four of us piled up but the problem was there was no control so we all almost hit each other oh my god I did just watch these cars slide back and just pray they didn't hit in hopes that we didn't all hit one car did actually hit something not another vehicle but anyway I remember the people that were true West Virginians saying what were you thinking? <laughs> I remember my, my, the owner of the gym at that time, he was like, why did you go to work? Like nobody was working that day. Didn't you know that? I was like, well, nobody told me. He's like, yeah, like we're not going to train clients in the middle of a blizzard basically. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I have a strong work, work ethic. Okay. <laughs> I learned that the hard way because <laughs> I'd gotten used to it. And then maybe I got a little too used to it because 
yeah, it wasn't the best move. But anyway, sorry, I went off on. Well, a tangent, I don't. Um, I don't think we'll probably have anything that major here no, in Georgia. Sure we'll you know, remember we that. did have a blizzard here one year, though. I mean, as blizzards go in Georgia, remember it was like in '93 ish. I want to say. Do you remember that? How old would I have been in '93? Mm, I'm not sure. Well, um, I remember one time where there was quite a bit of snow piled up, and I believe that's the only time I remember in my life in Georgia. So that 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 would had have been it, probably. Been it. We've had yeah. a lot of ice storms, which I can't stand, Mm-mm. but those are not fun. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Not weather. No. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we're talking about letting go letting go let, let it go, go. <laughs> <I> automa- <laughs> that was so not planned that's you can't help but think of that uh okay. you can't help but think of that movie frozen yeah frozen mm-hmm. how ironic that we're talking about snowstorms and let it go hey oh that's pretty good okay kind of cheesy let's mm-hmm. move on okay letting go so, um, yeah, you know, letting go, first of all, is not a real easy thing to do a lot of times. And it's something that takes a lot of practice. But just like anything, I feel like the more the more practice that you give it, the easier it becomes. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I mean, what is letting go there? I mean, you can't just let go of everything or can you? I think that there's a balance where some things are concerned, you can't completely just let it go. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's, it depends on the subject matter that you're, you're talking about. Because yeah. I think there are certain things that are worth fighting for and pushing and, and, you know, walking through the fire, so to speak, for. But I don't think there are other things that, other things you just need to let go. Does that make sense? It does. It does. You know, the more that I work on letting go, though, the more I prefer. You know, I feel like we live in such a world of like work, hustle, grind, push, fight. And I feel like when you put your in a, yourself in a place where you learn to kind of let go of that, not let go of your drive, but where you just kind of trust the journey. Mm-hmm. And trust that you're in the right place doing what you're supposed to do. It just kind of comes easier to you. And I feel like it kind of gets rid of a lot of that hustle kind of mentality that I think a lot of people live in, you know, in today's world. Well, it's because you're praised for that. I feel like now you're praised for not having freedom of time and flexibility, but you're, you're praised for wow, you're always so busy. You're going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And it's like a, it's kind of like a backwards reward system to me that you should really, the things that should be rewarding and that, you know, should be admired should be the peace and being able to slow down and being able to have the time to do the things that really matter. Well, you know, we were just when we when we started this episode, we were just talking about how fast time goes by. And I think it's so important to slow down mm-hmm. and to allow yourself to slow down because we do live in a very fast paced world and allowing yourself just to take a minute to breathe. I know you you and me have talked about this. You told me 
you know, I think you're kind of in a different place now, but for a while you just gave yourself some time to slow down because Mm -hmm. you really needed it. And I think that's so important, but yeah, letting go. So really just allowing things and situations and people just to be as they are, because I think it's so hard to not want to control a situation or like if you see a person doing something that you feel like is not good for them or somebody's done something to hurt you, it's really hard sometimes to to let that go. But getting into a place of total surrender and just accepting things and people as, as they are is really just, it can be so freeing. It it can, and it, it protects your energy, and I feel like it preserves your energy for things that are serving you in a positive way because the times in my life when I haven't let go, I have definitely felt like there was so much energy wasted on something so unproductive mm-hmm. and, and sometimes very negative. Yeah. And it's freeing, like you said, in so many ways and and very freeing in that way, freeing of your energy. And like we were just talking about your time so you can spend your time and your energy and your thoughts in other places besides dwelling on that thing that you just can't let go of. Mm-hmm. Well, because it, I think it's so hard for people to let to let go sometimes because, I mean, what causes us not to let go? A lot of times it's it's anger or it's fear or, you know, it's the unknown of like, if I just relinquish my, con- what, what you think is control, you really don't have control of so many things in life. A lot of things that we try to control and we try to figure out, we have... We have no way to really, we can't control other people. Mm-hmm. We can't control time. We can't control what happens in the world, you know, and we spend so much time worrying about things that we really have no control over. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to let go of a situation because you, you have a need to be right. Say you've been in an argument with someone. Mm-hmm. That's a good. You know, one. you can say, "I oh, I, I let it go," but did you really? Because I've been in a place before where I said, "Yeah, I've let all that go," but when I really examined myself on the inside, I realized I definitely, in fact, did not let it go. And so it takes a lot of it takes a lot of self examination and digging deep in yourself to actually let things go and open-mindedness yeah just the open-mindedness that like you said you could be wrong what if I was wrong what if I'm holding on to this situation I'm holding a grudge I'm getting in this mental turmoil or emotional emotional turmoil why can I say turmoil but to hold on to something which could be that you were right about something but what about the open-mindedness to say, I could be wrong? And then acknowledging that is freedom from that. Yeah. You might lose a little pride, but but really do you, you know? Well, and when you really think about it, this is another thing I, I really like to kind of focus on. If, if there's something I'm having a hard time letting go is, is it really important? Let's just use the to to be right thing, for instance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're right about a situation. What does that do? 
probably really nothing. If you're wrong about a situation, what does that do? Nothing. It just gives you a little more direction. And learning just to let that go is just so freeing. Because, again, it's just so easy. I think, okay, we're all a product of how we were raised. And our belief system that, again, we were raised a certain way. So most of the time people believe, whether it's religious-wise or their values or whatever, they believe the way that they were raised because they were conditioned to be that way. And, you know, our kids are conditioned by social media all the time and by what goes on in the world around them. And we're all a product of of our conditioning and and this. and, And so... To me, that's why it's so important to take those moments of like self-check and let all of those things go and get back in touch with who you really are on the inside and what really matters to you. I agree. And again, going back to freedom, that is freeing yourself to be able to do that, to be able to say, now, okay, I'm free from that. Now, now let's think about what matters and And there's growth in that. That's what's so great about letting go is that you give yourself the opportunity for possibilities, for growth. I don't think we realize sometimes when we hold on to things and and we're trying to, you know, hang on to things, whether it's to be right or maybe it's a relationship that you're trying not to let go of. It's a form of control. I feel like not letting go is a form of control. You're either trying to control the outcome of a situation, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about, right or wrong well, whatever's right is right and whatever's wrong is wrong. And you, you really have no control over that. You're trying to hold on to things, but when you give yourself that freedom, then it's possibilities. You're not stuck. You know, a lot of people have have a hard time letting go of the past. Mm-hmm. Well, it's behind you. And there's, Can that's never go a back. really bad one because you can't even go back and change that. You know, some situations you can say, I let this go and you can talk something out or you can get freedom from it, but you can't go back and do anything about the past. All you can do is move forward and letting go of things like that allows you to actually live and be present and have possibilities and hopefully inspiration to, move forward in a way that you couldn't before yeah you you make room for like the things that you really want in your life like we all want joy we all want Mm -hmm. peace we all want happiness I feel like that's what every person strives for and what they really want you know we want success we want all all of the things that make us feel a certain way but if you're holding on to to things you can't control if you're hanging on hanging on to bitterness to anger you know the need to be right, uncertainty. Look, life is uncertain. It's uncertain whether you're going to be here tomorrow or the next day. It's just one of those kind of things that you have to learn how to accept. But again, it's acceptance. That's the key is just accepting that, hey, I don't know. And it's for me, it's a total surrender to God to say, I really do trust you because, you know, I always like to say either I trust God or I don't. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody feels how they feel about certain things. But for me, either I trust God or I don't. So putting ultimate trust 
in God, in the universe, that that it has my back and that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. It's all part of my journey and it's all part of the life that I'm supposed to live. You know, when you when you surrender and you let those things go and put that kind of trust outside of yourself, but also inside of yourself, mm-hmm. then you do make room for the things like peace and joy and happiness and success. You know, think about like a butterfly, for instance. Okay. If you go chase a butterfly, you can catch it, but the butterfly is going to run from you. It's going to run from you. And I don't know if you've ever been just sitting somewhere in a really pretty peaceful place and you're just sitting there calm and you're not chasing after a butterfly. A lot of times it'll come land on you Mm -hmm. because there's no resistance there. And I don't, you know, I've been in places before where I didn't realize how much resistance I had that was keeping the things that I really wanted. Something just as simple as like being happy over a situation, just worrying and thinking and overcomplicating things. And just, you know, just like a butterfly, if you just take a deep breath, let it go. A lot of times the things that are meant for you will just come to you. You don't have to chase them. And you make free, you make um, free, you make free. Yeah, you make free. You make room for direction to come to you, for you to know what the next step is and for you to move in the right, the right direction to get those things without having to fight for it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I love the analogy of the, of the butterfly because just like I was saying so much is rooted in control with holding on to things and not letting go. You're not controlling. You're not controlling that. Like I'm going to have this thing the way that I want it. (laughs) Yeah. No, let it be the way that it needs to be Mm -hmm. and it will come to you and it will bring you more happiness than catching it in a net or, you know, running it down. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that like how you mentioned surrender to God, I really think that letting go is real faith in God because we can say so many times that we have faith that everything's going to work out for our good or everything's going to work out how it's supposed to, or things are just going to work out in general. But I do feel like I've done this many times. I trust you, God. I have faith in you, but I need this to turn out the way that I need it to turn out. Mm -hmm. I, I can't let go of my expectations and that's been a really big one for me. When I when I was younger, I had to really fight through letting go of expectations. And I think that can be taken in the wrong way because you're like, oh, you're not supposed to expect? Sure you are. But expectations of that we put on ourselves, other people, situations, just like you said, you don't know the outcome. And it's okay to expect good things, but a therapist I had one time, I was in a pretty rough part of my life, um, edging towards divorce. And I was going to this therapist who was a wonderful, wonderful man. And I'd said whatever I'd said in the session. And he just paused and he looked at me and he said, Okay, but what if you did this? What if you entered this conversation, entered this situation 
with no expectations? What if you let that go? And that sounded terrible to me when he said that. (laughs) And I said, what do you mean? And he said, we, in the back of our minds, usually when we go into a situation, we will have expectations and then we'll be frustrated and we'll talk about how this turned out and you wanted this and you didn't expect this. But he said it saves you so much into like disappointment and there's so much freedom. He said, what if you went into that same situation with no expectations? He said, then you wouldn't be disappointed. Hey, it turns out bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you didn't necessarily expect it to go this way and this way and this way. And he's, he's a person who helped me through letting go of so many expectations that I didn't even realize I had. Expectations for myself, expectations for others, expectations going into a conversation or a situation. And I really had to work through that because I feel like that's been, that was one of my biggest struggles when I was younger. I'm, I'm way more aware of that. Thanks to him, he made me more aware that yeah. I don't think you realize sometimes you even have expectations But then when you really examine it, you're like, oh, I got to let those go. And so I've had to to do a lot of deep work, as they say, in that department. And I think expectations is a a real easy trip up because, like I said, you don't even know that you're not letting go of expectations Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, so that's been that's been an area for me that I've really had to work on. What what are you what would you say like your area of I guess the most difficult area of not being able to let go of things is well it's similar to yours because I agree with you that we have expectations a lot of times that we don't even know that we have and 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 I have set myself up for disappointment throughout my whole life not as much now but it's still a struggle sometimes because you know you you want things to be a certain way mm-hmm. and i'm i'm stubborn and i'm hard headed and sometimes i think my way is the right way and it's not always the right way sometimes it is and sometimes it's not but just learning to be okay with how 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 things go mm-hmm. no matter what and for me a lot of times is just to Think about a situation and say, okay, what's worst case scenario of this situation? Or, okay, this is worst case scenario. Okay, if that happens, then I'm going to be okay with it because that's how it's supposed to be. Acceptance. And accepting it. Mm -hmm. And then 99 times out of 100, the worst case scenario is never going to happen. Mm -hmm. But you fighting something like that, you don't. Again, you don't allow for the right things to come into your life and you don't, you know, a lot of times your expectations will be far exceeded. And the good thing about letting go of expectations is most of the time the outcome is going to be better than than you think because you're letting you're letting all that go and you're accepting, okay, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And I mean that's it's easier said than done. But again, I feel like the more you you work on those things, the easier the easier it gets. So let me let me tell you a little story. This is not anything serious, but it's kind of cool. So um, I know you're like this too. I love I love my AirPods. I'm on my second pair. I still have the old school ones. I haven't gotten like the new fancy ones, but 
I just, I love them, like listening to books on the phone. You know, they're just so convenient. And I lost mine a while back. This is a second pair. Like I said, the other one I just totally wore out. And I lost them. Could not find them anywhere. I got on my phone, you know, where you can like search, like find my devices or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the first time I pulled it up, it said that they were somewhere around my house. But I had torn everything apart, could not find them. When I tried to pull them up again, they didn't show up. And I stressed over it. I looked and looked and looked. I pulled out my old school headphones with the wires. And I was like, well, I'll just use these until I find them. And every time I would use them, I'd be like, oh, my God, these wires are so frustrating. You know, and then you can't you have to have your phone with you everywhere Mm -hmm. you go. I sound extremely spoiled. But, you know, once you get used to having a certain thing and it's so convenient and makes your life so much better. It's one of your favorite things. Yeah, it's it's hard when you don't have that thing Mm -hmm. anymore that makes your life convenient. So anyway, I looked and looked, couldn't find them, looked in my car, tore my room apart, tore my whole house apart, looked everywhere that I they could possibly be. Even things like going through my laundry to make sure I didn't leave them. You know, they didn't get tossed in with my dirty laundry or whatever. So finally, after weeks of this, I finally just sat down and I said, you know what? I'm just going to let them go. I'm just going <laughs> to let them go. Yeah. If, I, if I don't find them, then I just don't find them. And the chances are I'm not going to find them because I've looked everywhere and there's nowhere else for me to look. So what's worst case scenario? Well, either I use my wired headphones for a while or I break down and spend the money and buy buy some more I'm like well I'm not going to do that right now but okay bye <laughs> no kidding within two hours of me letting them go I got ready to leave and I walked out to my car and I've looked through my car 10 times everywhere that you could possibly look so I thought I went out to my car and I opened my passenger door and something said, look down in the little, um, there's like a little pocket thing that comes out on the passenger door. Yeah. Like the little cubby in the door. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. And I was like, oh my God, that's where they are. I reached down in there and there were the AirPods. After all of this time, it was like when I let them go, they came back that, to me. That butterfly landed on yeah, you, Yeah, it did. And it was so cool. I just thought it was like a really cool moment for me because I was like, that is such a cool trick when you just let things go like that. They, they a lot of times well, they and come you let back go to of spending all your time looking for them, the stress yeah. and disappointment of like, oh yeah. no, my AirPods, I love them. Yeah. And that's, and then I know where they were. <laughs> now, how they got there, I have no idea because I don't, to my knowledge, I've never in my life put them there in the passenger side of my car and I had looked there it was just to teach you a lesson it was it definitely was Mm -hmm. and that's that's a small thing but it's it can be used in such a big picture way because you had already kind of speaking of expectations you didn't expect anything anymore you Mm -hmm. kind of expected that they were gone yeah so you were so relieved and happy to have them again and that's another good point. You, I feel like that it opens up so much opportunity for, for gratitude when you let go and say you, you find something better or like with your AirPods, a situation turns out better than you thought it was going to turn out. Mm-hmm. It gives you the opportunity 
to be grateful in a way that maybe you wouldn't have been grateful before had you kept trying to control and not let go of a certain situation. You have, like we talked about possibilities and opportunities earlier, you have the opportunity for all these wonderful moments that were being confined within your grasp of, I can't let go. Yeah. And I think so much of not letting go is rooted in fear because... So like going back to the situation when I was in my therapist's office, it was a lot of fear because my expectations were if I let go and I let it turn out how it's not going to, how, how it's going to, then I had a very strong gut feeling that it wasn't going to turn out the way that I had planned. Mm -hmm. But I can't go into all of it here, but just that moment when I started to let go so much other opportunity happened in my life in so many ways and yes I had to let go of a lot of things I had to at some point let go of the entire life I had built but that's what's so beautiful is it can be something small like airpods or it can be something that changes your life for the better and if you think back and think what if I had held on and kept pushing and trying to control and going back again and again, hence not letting go and just stepping back, I would have never had this whole other life, this whole other situation, all of this growth, all of this opportunity. And that's what's so great that sometimes I think we don't realize just this simple art of letting go can not just change a situation or a thing or a person. It can change our entire worlds. But also along with that letting go, you have to be prepared for change and Mm -hmm. you have to have that open mindedness. And like you mentioned earlier, the surrender to God to say, okay. Well, and that's, yeah, that's where that trust and that faith really comes in is saying, okay, I accept that this may not go how I want it to go. But I trust this process and know that even if it doesn't go the way that I that I feel like I want it to go, it's going to go the right way in the best in in the way that is best for me in the long run. And and that is that's super hard especially when you're talking about a marriage because I've been there too and it's a hard place to be in to let go of somebody, to let go of a marriage, a situation because you know, somebody, um, an influencer posted something the other day on social media, and he said, I want my first marriage to be my only marriage. Who's with me? And then he said, I can't be the only one. And normally, I don't really comment on things like this, but it mm-hmm. just kind of hit me some kind of way, not in an ugly way, but I, I, I just made the comment like, you know, I, I, most people, I don't think people go into a, a marriage and say, eh, this doesn't work. I'll just get a divorce. Like, I feel like most people go into something like that as a commitment and they want it to work and they yeah, don't like everybody wants yeah. their first marriage to be their final yeah, marriage. Like, er, like every, I <laughs> yeah. feel like everybody goes into it, mm-hmm. but you know, there are certain situations where, you know, we're taught to make your marriage work. And while I believe that you should give that everything you've got and you should try to be the best version of yourself and try to work on a relationship Also, there are instances when it's unsafe to stay in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are there are a lot of factors. And so allowing yourself to let go of other people's opinions, 
you know, I, I remember when I went through my divorce, someone said to me, like I said, I just can't take it anymore. Like I'm, I'm just like, I'm done. And she said, don't no, don't give up yet. Like, mm-hmm. don't give up yet. And, you know, cause this person has already had these failed relationships mm. and like, they didn't mean anything by it. They right. were trying to help me. But like it put that guilt on me of like, oh, I've got to try to make this work because his other relationships didn't. And so learning to let go of other people's opinions of your life and how it should be or the decisions that they think you should make is another huge thing. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if it's somebody you're close to or have a lot of respect for, when they give you advice or they think you should do something a certain way, it's hard to let go of that sometimes because you also have the fear of like, well, what if they're right? What if I should, what if I should do the things the way that they think I should, but you have to, this is where you have to trust God and you have to trust yourself and the God that's within you to say, "Mm, something's not right about this. Mm -hmm. And like what I need to worry about is do what's best for me. And my family, my kids, if there are kids involved. And so they're, you know, letting go is a huge spectrum of things and and areas in life. And, but again, it's very freeing. And if you have that ultimate faith and that trust, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Is it going to be easy? No, most things are not. But something that I've learned that's really cool is, it does get easier the more you learn to re- try to relinquish that control that you mm-hmm. have. Things do suddenly become so much easier. It's like everything starts lining up for your best interest. When you just let go <laughs> and you say, okay, I relinquish this control because I'm really not in control of anything anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to let go and just trust it's like, boom, boom, boom. Things do get easy. Sometimes so easy. To me, the more I practice this, sometimes things immediately start changing and start becoming so easy that then I'm like, whoa, when is this going to stop? And I'm like, oh, no, let that resistance go, too, because this is the way life is supposed to be. Like, God loves us, and the whole world is here to give us what we want and what we need and for us to be happy. And I just think we fight against that so much without even realizing that we're fighting against it. I know. I I agree with that. I, I do. I will always be a person who believes that if something's standing in your way, check your own shadow first kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because like there's a, a book called The Mountain Is You. And I, I love just that simple title. Yeah. Because we stand in the way whether it's control or resistance to let go or just a multitude of things. I know I've done it in my life and still do it, but you're the mountain. Like if you're, if you're having trouble climbing a mountain sometimes to see what's on the other side, it's very amazing to look inside yourself and sometimes more times than not in many situations in my life, I found out that mountain is is me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's so much here that wants to give to you and God loves you and 
he wants you to make your own choices, but obviously he gives you the opportunity to make your own choices. But, but having that surrender of true love and true trust in him and, you know, even another person to me, letting go of expectations and letting someone be who they are, letting someone say what they need to say and let them know that they that they're safe in that area. That's a true form of love too, to take those expectations off of mm-hmm. someone else or another situation. Yeah. It gives them freedom too. And I feel like God does that same thing to us is yes, we can make our own choices, but real love and real faith is saying, okay, I know I can make this choice. I can control this or try to control it, but I'm going to instead surrender all of that because I know it's all, there for me and if I'll just stop being that mountain then Mm -hmm. I won't have to climb anymore yeah so yeah I I love that because I I feel the same way I feel like it's all there for us if we'll just stop it yeah (laughs) yeah you know and I've I've tended to try to be a fixer in my life quite a bit no (laughs) and so letting to yeah you know letting go of that yeah and realizing you you should always be there for people and you should love people but love is the key there sometimes people are they make it hard to love them because they they're they're they act unlovable yeah and so it's you know sometimes it's hard but the the more you focus on just loving people where they are Mm -hmm. and realizing you know you and i've talked about this a lot if people will just really realize that most people are just doing the best they can, Mm -hmm. like most people are just doing the best that they can. And I tend to believe that people are innately, they're, they're innately good while, you know, bad people can do good things and good people can do bad things. I, I choose to believe that most people are good and that they're doing the best that they can. And just that simple thing of, loving them where they are and giving them the space to be who they are being there if they need you, but not trying to force it is a lot more help. I think than trying to force yourself on a situation or a person or trying to force a person to be a certain way, because you think that's how they're supposed to be when chances are that's not how they're supposed to be. And that really idea of how they're supposed to be. Yeah. And it really just goes back to if you turn your focus back inward again, Mm -hmm. and you really just even let the expectations from yourself go, because we can be so hard on ourselves, And we can carry around so much guilt, and so much um, fear of not being good enough or not being a certain way that we think we're supposed to be when you just kind of let that go with yourself too, then you, then you free yourself, but, but mainly just focus on, focus on being the best version of yourself that you can be. And that is loving yourself, loving other people. And, you know, when you focus on yourself, like something amazing happens, then other people, I don't even know if they necessarily see it consciously, but it's like it starts a chain reaction a lot of times with other people. When you just turn your focus inward and just practice showing love and acceptance, then when you show that love and acceptance to other people, it's freeing to them too, if that makes sense. It's freeing to them and it allows them to, to have that space to like, oh, 
I, I can step up and be a better person. Yeah, because you said allow yourself to be the v- best version of yourself. Well, a lot of times you mentioned earlier that someone is, is trying to keep you restrained based on their expectations and then also based on someone else's mistakes or, or the choices they've made mm-hmm. and really letting go of that, you know, and like you said, I know this person didn't mean it in a, in a bad way, but, but letting you have the freedom to do what you needed to do in that mm-hmm. situation helped you become the best version of yourself because all of that guilt or pressure of what other people may think, other people's expectations allowed you to be you mm-hmm. and make the decision that was right for you. Yeah. And, you know, I said something the other day to somebody that said something to the kind of like that I should change my direction because of what this person is doing or this person is doing. And I just said in the kindest way I could, I said, well, you know, one thing that I've learned as I've gotten older is I don't have to change courses based on other people's expectations of me or based on their actions or their mistakes. Like if they're doing that, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But in essence, I just let that go. But I don't have to arrange everything that I'm doing around that or based on that because yeah. that's not that's not my journey. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're you you have those people in your life, you know, a lot of times it's parents, it's mm-hmm. people, it's your spouse, it's people really close to you that have certain expectations of who you are, what they want you to be, what they want for you, yeah. what they don't want for you. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't realize sometimes that we do that, that we we put those expectations on on people and then it causes them guilt. And like you said, what if they're right? Like fear mm-hmm. and letting that lifting all of that and just saying, I'm going to let you be who you who you were meant to be mm-hmm. really gives the person almost like the OK to go ahead and be who they're going to be. Yeah. And so I think it allows not only us to be the best versions of ourselves, but others as well. Well, you know, and, and let's just go back to the golden rule you know, treat others the way that you want to be treated. That is a definitely a golden, golden, beautiful rule because Mm -hmm. it works. It really works. And how do we want to be treated? We want to be loved and accepted. And, you know, again, working on yourself and just treating others the way that you want to be treated. It really works. So let's let's just talk about for a minute before we wrap this up, let's talk about some, some ways to practice letting go, because we can say, let go, let go, let go all day long. But how do you do that? How do you do it? Yeah, because it's not easy. And like I said earlier, it does get easier, the more you put it into practice, and the more you learn ways, like everybody's different. But you know, there are some things that probably work better for other people. But you know, for me, one thing that has always helped me is so I've fought against a lot of times in my life, how I feel like how I feel is wrong or I shouldn't feel this way Mm. or like just trying to reframe how I feel. But, you know, Steve said something to me years ago 
he said, you know, you can't help how you feel. You can't help how you feel. And that's such a simple but such a true statement. You can't. You can fight it all day long, but when it's said and done, you feel how you feel. So one thing to me that helps is just let yourself feel how you feel. If you're angry, just sit with it for a minute. Just wallow in it. If you're sad, cry, turn on a sad song, watch a sad movie, do whatever it is. Just let yourself feel how you feel without any resistance. Don't resist that because that's where I've messed up in the past is like resisting, resisting, resisting. Like, no, I shouldn't feel this way. But it's like once you let yourself feel it, then it becomes like, oh, okay. Now, do I want to keep feeling like this? No. Now, if it's happiness, of course. <laughs> right, right. But if it's like something, anger or resentment or fear or guilt or something like that, let yourself feel it as much as you can feel it. And then once you've done that and once you allow yourself just to feel it, then you can then you can let it go. It's easier you're like, to let go. Yeah, you're once like you this do doesn't. That. I don't want to feel mm-hmm. this way. This doesn't serve me. Mm-hmm. This does nothing good for me. Okay, I felt it now. Now I can let this go. And it really is that simple. If you allow yourself and you don't put up the fight and you don't resist it, then then it's like okay, now I'll let you go. And that's something that that has helped me, you know, a lot in my life. Yeah, I think that's I think that's great because it's so many so many times I, I think that people who who feel like they're really strong people do that a lot they you know repress things and and suppress things and they don't let themselves fear because feel because they're fearful that they might look weak or they might mm-hmm. feel vulnerable or that they'll be too sad and I think that's great advice to to let yourself just feel and it's okay and there's no shame in that and and you know I think men do this a lot because you know they're supposed to be tough and mm-hmm. strong and I was watching something with Dax last night and there was an emotional part and I looked over and he's blinking 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 you know that that saying blinking back tears and he said I feel like I'm gonna cry and he just kept fighting it fighting mm-hmm. it and I said buddy that's okay if you cry I said he said, I know, but it's not real. I said, I know, but it made you feel a certain kind of way. And I said, that's kind of, you know, people watch movies and things for that, for certain emotions. And I said, God gives you the emotion of sadness and crying for a reason. And you have to, it's okay to let it out. What's, what's so bad about letting it out and crying? And when I did, he just, just teared up and let himself cry a little bit. And I'm like, you know, we do that to ourselves and, I feel like to others, like, oh, you got to be tough or you got to be strong or I've got to be tough and I've got to be strong. And and I love that of just letting yourself feel how you're going to feel and embracing that. Well, and I like what you said about men, too, because a friend of mine had talked about this recently, too, because I think it is a struggle for men because they are they're just raised that they're supposed to be the Mm -hmm. strong one. They're not supposed to cry. They're supposed to be tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to call BS on that because just because somebody says that's the way you're supposed to be. Yeah, we're all supposed to be strong and tough. I mean, you know, we're we're built as survivors. And but let yourself like if I could say to every every man out there, like, there's no shame in crying. Mm There is absolutely no shame in crying. There's no there's no shame in feeling how you feel. And 
I think it would help men and in their relationships and in so many areas of their life if they can learn to accept how they feel and let themselves feel a certain way without worrying how they're going to come across. Because, I mean, if somebody looks at a man and thinks they're a wuss because they cry, then that's on them and they've got the problem, not the man who's feeling the way that they feel. I love a, a tender-hearted man that yes. will cry and show emotion. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, obviously none of us want somebody that goes wrong crying all the time but for everything. <laughs> but yeah, someone who's in touch with their emotions and their feelings yeah. and, and don't they don't have to be ashamed of that. Well, I mean, a lot of times people... It's okay for a man to get angry and act like a lunatic, but don't cry. Yeah. You know, don't show sensitivity. Don't be a nurturer. Don't do these things. And I'm like, I'm like you. Yeah. I I will call that BS. Yeah. I mean, uh, because we're all, we're all just humans, regardless of whether we're male or female, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all just people here trying to do the best that we can. And we all have feelings. We all have emotions and that's just part of life. And we all have the ability to be strong and and be resilient. I believe that that's within all of us. We have to choose it, but that being strong and resilient doesn't mean that you're free of emotion. Mm -mm. You know, I think that is strong. Well, and that brings me to another point of, you know, another way to, to practice letting go when it comes to, to people and situations is just learning to drop your judgment just drop the judgment because, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper, but the, the, the Bible says, judge not lest you be judged. And I like to say also practice showing grace to people, to yourself and to others, because if you want that shown to you, again, treat people the way that you want to be treated. Drop the judgment and again, realize that most people are doing the best that they can and it's really easy for us to judge a person or a situation from our perspective. But we don't know the exact situation that a person's in. Even you and I, Beth, as close as we are, and I feel like we talk about everything and probably more than we should. <laughs> but, you know, we still, as close as we are and as much as we know each other and about each other, we still don't 100% know. Like, I don't know what's in your mind or exactly how you feel or your exact situation. And so, you know, when we just look at another human and we're so quick to judge, if you can learn just to stop yourself for a minute and say, you know, we lost our friend Terry recently and he was such just a ray of light and sunshine and love. And all I can think about when I think about him is like, that's, that's how I want to be. Um, but one thing I always loved that he said was like, that's their journey, man. That's not my journey. That's their journey, Mm -hmm. man. And he would say that like me, when I would start to get upset over somebody or a situation, he'd just be like, Hey man, that's their journey. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, that really helped me a lot. You and I've talked about this, just him saying that so much, like, Oh yeah, it's so much better and so much easier to do that. And you just don't know where somebody is or what they're going through. So before you pass that quick judgment, don't. Just don't. Look at them, you know, look at them through the eyes of God and through the eyes of love and say, they're they're probably just doing the best they can. And I think that's something that people struggle with as much as anything is 
being able to let go of judgment Mm -hmm. because you know we we do have situations that hurt us or we do have expectations unfortunately of certain certain people and sometimes those it it just doesn't turn out the way that we think it should Mm -hmm. somebody doesn't behave the way that we think they should yeah and so our first the first thing we do is is judge and we you know I'm going to love them, but I'm not going to let go of that judgment of them Mm -hmm. and what they're doing. And Terry was the perfect example. I love that you brought him up because he was the perfect example of letting go. You know, Terry worked with so many people in recovery and helped so many people. And I've often thought about the person that he was and how wonderful he was and how amazing what an amazing example of love and acceptance and letting go of expectations and like that's their journey man I'm sure that that is something that helped him because being in the world of, of helping people in recovery I'm sure you could get really weighed down with expectations really weighed down with with all of these things mm-hmm. if you don't have that acceptance of the ability to let go yeah because not being able to change things especially in a situation like that can be very consuming yeah so I love that he learned the art of letting go Mm -hmm. because he couldn't be consumed by that or he wouldn't be able to help other people, you know? Yeah. And it's like we were talking about earlier. You can be so consumed with holding on to those expectations, those ju- that judgment, that you are not even being able to be used to help other people in the way that you should be able yeah. to be used. And I, I love, he was a great example of that and just a not, not a judgmental person. Mm-mm. He loved loved everybody, treated everybody with respect and encouragement. You know, every time you saw him, he was happy and smiling. He would always hug you. I love you. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was just, you know, I I said you, you, it didn't matter how you felt before you saw him. Once he left your presence, you feel better. You felt better because he was there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, somebody like that, that brings so much light in the world that's such an inspiration to me because I look at that and I'm like, you know, I want to, I want mm-hmm. to affect people positively like that. And mm-hmm. I want to show that much love and compassion and acceptance of people and just drop the judgment, you know, because we all do it. And, you know, something I find too is the less you judge others, the easier it becomes to not judge yourself and to forgive yourself and to not be as hard on yourself and realize that, Hey, I'm doing the best that I can too. We can we can always work on ourselves and I think we should. Like I said earlier, we should practice being the best version of ourselves that we could possibly be, but do that sprinkling a little grace in and say, "Hey, look, I'm doing the best I can too." So, it's all good. True, there's so much that's said nowadays about love yourself before you can love other people. And I agree in a lot of situations that is the case, but I always think that that goes hand in hand because just like you just said, you learn to not judge yourself. Mm -hmm. You can learn to love yourself. I think that that goes the other way too. A lot of times I have found a love for myself through loving and helping other people. 
because I may turn something back inward and go, wait a minute, that's okay for me too. And I can, I can help myself and love myself in that way too. Yeah. So I have found so much connection with myself. Like you said, not judgment or found a love for myself and who I am through loving other people, just like I have if I started with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I like that. I think that go, I works hand in hand. I don't think it just goes one way. You, like it starts with you and then you can share it with other people. I think other people can share with you. You can help and love and not judge someone else and learn those skills for yourself as well. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, something else that I, that I love is meditation. I, I love meditation. And, you know, a lot of people... Um, I think they have a hard time with meditation. Some people, I think it comes a little more naturally too, but I would like to say if you're a person who's not crazy about meditation, give it a chance and don't have any expectations with meditation either. Kind of let that go. But meditation is another great way to learn to let things go because one thing I've, I've, I've learned through meditation is there are so many different types of meditations you can you can do in so many ways that you can use use that in a positive way. And the more you practice it, you know, if there's something that you're really having a hard time letting go, just meditating on that. And again, allowing yourself to feel it. But I think meditation is another thing that's that's a great thing to practice and that will allow you to let things go. That's true. And I think there's all kinds of forms of meditation. Like you said earlier, I had given myself a period of time to just be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was spent in so much meditation because I just felt like I was in a season of my life where I needed, I didn't need everybody around. I didn't need everybody's opinions. I didn't need to hear even my own voices screaming at me. I needed mm-hmm. to sit still long enough. And I spent a lot of time outside. Like really outside, not just on my phone and mm-hmm. and just looking at nature and kind of from that, I, I went into more of like a, a, a meditative state where I sat still and I got this deep appreciation for different things, whereas I'm typically a, a person that's looking for the next big thing and I'm going and going it was such a good transformation period. I didn't even know why I was doing it. Um, if you remember, I was like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel it. I just feel like I have to have this part of my life. And mm-hmm. ever how long that is, I didn't put a time limit on it. I didn't. I just said, I'm just going to take it slow. I'm going to yeah. have this time. And I did a lot of meditation then. But my meditation was not always just eyes closed and, you know, listening to music. It was a lot of meditation and and nature meditation and prayer there's so many different ways to do that um again let go of the what you think you know it might be and do what the kind of meditation that works best for you but it is Mm -hmm. very helpful to it's very transforming to me it is and the beautiful thing about meditation is the more you practice it the easier it becomes and it's such a way to quiet your mind Mm -hmm. Now, when you first start doing it, like, 
seems weird. It seems <laughs> weird and you can't quiet your mind. Your mm-hmm. mind is all over the place. But any, you know, meditation guru will tell you just let your mind do what it does. Don't fight it. Again, mm-hmm. don't have that resistance. Oh, don't have let it yeah, go. Let it go. <laughs> and the the really cool thing about it is the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. And so then it's not always like this, but sometimes I can meditate for literally like 30 seconds and quiet my mind and my senses and my nerves and my spirit and then like have the answer to something in like 30 seconds or have clarity about something. And, you know, it can be something I've been thinking about for a year or didn't know about for a year. And all I'm saying is the more you practice it, the easier it becomes and the more helpful and the more you be, you're able to use it as a tool in a positive way. And I was going to say... I have an app that I use if anybody's interested. It's my favorite meditation app. And I've tried so many of them, but it's called Insight Timer. And I love it. There are all kinds of different meditations, guided meditations, or the Insight Timer you can use that has like the um, Mm -hmm. and just like the little chime in the background. So it's, it's set up in a way that you can, you can use it and however it works for you. So insight timer, if if you're interested in that, look it up. It's really good. Um, what else here? I mean, I think just at the end of it all, just gratitude. I was looking back over my notes here. Yes. Really? If you're having a, if you're having a hard time letting go in, in my little season of meditation and transformation what I found in that that I'm like you we've we've practiced meditation and practice until it it does become easier Mm -hmm. and sometimes I will get in a state and find myself kind of just falling into meditation if you if that sounds crazy if you've never done it (laughs) and tried to use it as a skill in life but eventually like what you said it becomes easier like mm-hmm. you said and would you say 30 seconds you can like yeah. quiet your mind now whereas that was difficult before that's what's beautiful we're going from meditation into gratitude because that's really what I found in that time is I would be in nature just having gratitude for everything around me and I would kind of sink into this prayerful meditation and it was very transforming And I feel like coming through that, I may not have all the answers of all the reasons I had to do that, but I do know some things changed within me where I can find gratitude because that really was a season of letting go Mm -hmm. for me, just letting go of all the expectations of myself and the time and all that and just finding real genuine gratitude. And if you're having a hard time letting go, I, I feel like that practicing gratitude is something that can really help too to not concentrate on that thing that you can't let go of concentrate on all the other things that that are going well and going good and and really focusing your energy on that just having a mind and a heart of gratitude can change so much within you it's a very healing thing gratitude is like a secret weapon And it sounds weird to say gratitude as a weapon because obviously a weapon is used to fight something, but it fights negativity. Mm -hmm. It fights depression. Mm -hmm. It fights all of the bad thoughts and feelings. I mean, it really is like a secret weapon. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets. And look, it's, it's really, 
you know, you might listen and say, well, I have nothing to be grateful for right now. Maybe your life is totally in the dumps and, you know, you're feeling some kind of way that's terrible. But I promise there is something to be grateful for. I've had times in my life where I felt completely overwhelmed and just like in the worst mood possible. And I would force myself out of it and just start thinking about one thing I'm grateful for. Like I I go to my kids a lot because I have healthy, good, happy kids. And I'm like, there's so many people that don't have that. And, you know, so there's so many things that we can be grateful for. You know, I try when I'm when I'm when I want to kill Steve sometimes. (laughs) No, seriously, like if we're having a hard time, you know, I try to remind myself, look at the things that I'm grateful for in him and with myself, you know, I, we've talked about this before. This this season of my life with having a baby at 45 and all that's been a huge uproar in my life. It's been the most wonderful, beautiful thing because this child is like just, I mean, I just love him so much. He's like a fun little ray of sunshine, but he's tough. But you know, for, for instance, a gratitude thing that I've done with myself, just to use an example was, you know, with him, like the baby weight didn't just fall off like it did with the others. Like it's held on and I've carried extra weight. It's been hard for me to have the energy to work out. And you know me, I'm a person that likes to work out. I like to be healthy and it's been, it's been a struggle. Um, but I have really just practiced being graceful to myself and showing myself gratitude. I'm like, Hey, you're 46 years old. You had a baby. Don't be too hard on yourself. It'll come. I know you want to be back in perfect shape again. I'm not that I've ever been in perfect shape, but you want to be happy again and back in, you know, a place where you're comfortable. But, you know, I keep telling myself like there's, it's okay. It's okay. Be grateful for what your body did. Be grateful that you're healthy, that your baby's healthy, that, you know, that you were able to do this at your age. Be grateful for all of the things that you have in your life. And it, it's just gratitude. It, 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 it'll it always, when I'm feeling bad or down or whatever, it will always flip the script and make me look at the things that are that are a blessing and that that are just wonderful in my life instead of the things that are missing. Gratitude always gives back. Yes. That's, that's what good. I love. There are so many things that we spend our time and energy on that don't mm-hmm. give back and gratitude. I have never once been grateful for something without getting a return on that, if that makes sense. It, it does and you know, I think it attracts also it multiplies. <laughs> it attracts and it multiplies. Mm-hmm.